Well, hello and welcome back to Connect Podcast. It's Pastor Ryan here, and uh, here we go, the beginning of the year, first week of groups, and uh, yeah, it's good to be with you and share this time with you. So this Sunday, we past Sunday, we started a series called Human to follow up our series on Jesus. We're talking about you and I. We are human, and uh, I'm very keen to get into this. We're doing four weeks looking at body, soul, mind, and spirit, the four different elements that God has put together in our person, um, all they're available to be utilized and empowered. And I, I loved opening up this series on Sunday and talking about the soul. Uh, one of the big points I made is that your soul is not bad. If you've been in, in Christendom for a while or been a Christian for quite some time, uh, and it's definitely something I kind of grew up believing is your soul is bad because that's where uh, you, your sin comes from, your your actions and your behavior that are carnal and, and uh, need redeeming. Now, while I definitely uh, still believe that your soul needs saving, it's actually an entire of our being. Now, when the Bible talks about our soul, it, it, it defines it as our, our will, our emotions, our desires, all come out of our soul it's not a in some ways it's uh might be a part of our our brain or how we chemically operate but our soul is a a definite thing i I explain that sometimes um and many of us have had these experience uh you know i've had moments where my emotions have responded before i've been able to cognitively process or compute a thought like listening to a piece of music um your emotions respond before you you can either really identify or clarify or or make any uh kind of you know thought or reasoning about it it's just emotion and emotion is not bad we went back to the beginning in genesis 3 where eve before sin felt she was she was intrigued she was tempted she desired the fruit that was offered to her from the enemy. And uh, th- that was a, an inclination, that was a feeling, a response that God had placed in humanity before everything went bad. In fact, it's vital that we actually have that because then we wouldn't have freedom. We wouldn't have choice. If we didn't have emotion, we would not be able to uh, perceive things uniquely and have our own uh, uniqueness. Every single one of us will respond to different circumstances, people in life, to the next person. Uh, that's what's beautiful about us. And so the point that I want to make first and foremost, and, and the thing that I'd even talk, like you to talk about your connect group, is what is your soul? What comes out of your soul? If you think about uh, how you express emotion, uh, discuss that a little bit. It's good to be aware of just even the different. You might discuss this. What's the difference between um, your thoughts and your mind and your decision-making and then emotion? Uh, talk about the the different differences of how that might be, and I'm really looking forward to this Sunday. We've got a panel on the evening with uh, psychologist Lynn Anywell and two doctors uh, Zach and Rachel, who are going to talk about the mind, and so you'll get a bit of a download there from that. But talk about the difference between our cognitive thinking, our reasoning uh, that sometimes follows our emotional experience. But again, back to the point, your soul is not bad. Yes, it does need saving, but I'll talk about that just a little bit later on. The other point I want to make is that, uh, and we read in 3 John 1, 2, you can go away and read that again, but this is John 
probably Jesus' most closest friend, disciple here on earth, communicating to another friend a few decades later after Christ's um, resurrection. And, and he's, he's communicating to him, Beloved, I pray that you might prosper in all things as you are in health, but also as your soul prospers. And so there, he's communicating a desire that I believe that God wants us all to have. He wants our soul, our emotions to actually be well, to not, be, to, to not live in torment or, or continually, um, you know, trying to sort of be overcome by our emotions. He actually wants our emotions to be buoyant, to be strong. And so I'd like to, you to know, also talk about that. Talk about moments in your life, and honestly, where your your soul has started to rule over you, your emotions have started to rule over you, and just how you got there and how that happened. Because I can guarantee that in those moments, it's normally because we're not uh, being aware of what's going on in our soul. We're not aware of our emotions, or possibly we're also not including God in what's going on in our life. And so this is where I want to encourage us uh, today to to consider the status of your soul. It's such a, a powerful act. And I talked about this on Sunday night, if you missed it, listen to the podcast. But it's so important to be self-aware, to understand what's going on in your soul and and what what is what is the responses of the actions or the behaviors that are flowing out of our emotion and so one of the things i might even encourage you to do just as a connect group firstly read through some of the scriptures that we looked at on sunday so matthew 22 37 to 39 the, the commandments to to love god to love others but even even to give your whole soul over to god mark 14 32 and 38, which actually looks at how Jesus felt deeply. Uh, and the other one was Genesis 3, um, chapter 3, verse 1 to 6. And that's where Eve uh, felt strong emotions. And you can look at them as well in, as in your Connect Group study. But then possibly conclude with having some time and just grab some pieces of paper, put some worship on, some music on, but even take a moment just to consider what's going on in your soul. And so the things I want you to just to write down or to think about is firstly, what am I feeling currently? Good or bad, wrong or right, doesn't matter. Just write down some of the emotions that are going on uh, and just, just write it out. Just really, whatever comes out, let it out. The, the incredible thing is there's a whole book of the Bible uh, that it records Job's journey. And, it, and it's basically him lamenting the entire book. And also in Psalms, man, there's a whole lot of lamenting that uh, King David and the other writers uh, record there and also Ecclesiastes. Uh, you know, the, the Bible and, and God actually wants to encourage us to, to understand and to, to be able to write out and, and see with our own eyes sometimes what's going on within us. So what? write down, what, what am I feeling? And then why? Why am I feeling it? It might be circumstances. It might be uh, just, um, you know, d- the, the time of year, starting a new year, being anxious about things to come, you know, what's going to happen, what the year is going to look like, how's uni going to end up, all those kind of things. But write down that emotion. What am I feeling and why? And just write that. And, and when you finish that, you might want to even share that, those, uh, those that are willing to, 
just to share that out. I can guarantee that as you do that, you'll feel really empowered just being able to clearly understand what's going on. Sometimes emotions can be circulating around in us uh, like a washing machine. And while the emotions are very real and we're feeling it even in our physical body, uh, if, we're not, if we're not aware of what's going on, it can be quite disempowering. And so that's the first thing that I'd like you to do. The second thing is, what, what can I do and what can't I do? So there's some things that you might be able to do by beginning by through a thought process of some actions or behaviors or steps you could take to, um, you know, starting to work on a particular problem that's causing some emotion on you. But there's some things that you just can't do anything about. In fact, I would say that most things in life that are out of our control are the things that we're concerned about most. And here's where it gets really cool. So in uh, Philippians 4, uh, I think from chapter, uh, from verse 6, um, it, it, Paul encourages us to actually submit and, and, and relinquish all of our worries, concerns, anxieties to God. And like I said, they're usually the things that we can't do anything about. They're outside of our control and they're the things that cause us the most uh, emotion or anxiety. So with those things, he encourages us and Jesus even taught us this in the Lord's Prayer. He said, you know, your kingdom come, your will be done and then release forgiveness, receive forgiveness, receive forgiveness, release forgiveness, then give us our daily bread, um, you know, resist the enemy. There's these certain steps even in the Lord's Prayer that you can look at but there's this whole thing that if you're, you've got to be aware first to submit things to God. And so we've gone through the awareness. Now you're empowered to actually submit and surrender things to God. And this is where the, the really, for me, the power comes in, is that when we submit things that are in our soul, and our soul, I explained, can even be like a storage uh, basket or bucket where we store up emotions, emotions that can affect us negatively and emotions that can uh, affect us positively. But if we don't deal with what's in the bucket, then they're the things that can really cause some issues in our life. So with the feelings and emotions that you have, just to, to give them to God, and you might want to even do this in your group now, again, just with music on and under your breath, you might want to just say, Lord, I submit this concern and worry to you, this particular thing. And then even thank God for the positive things. That will have an, a, a powerful emotional reaction even within you. Just to submit those things to God and invite him in. And what you're doing in that moment, you're actually surrendering what's in your soul that God might be able to work on it. Now, salvation is always a process. And so that's exactly what will happen. This, this washing, you're inviting God into your situation. You're surrendering and relinquishing things, placing them in his trust. Now, finally, there's some scriptures I want you to also to look at. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Ephesians 2.10, you are my workmanship, my masterpiece. Uh, Ephesians 3.20, Jeremiah 29.11. Some of you might be familiar with these, but the thing that this communicates is all the reality that God is good and his plans for you are good, pleasing and perfect. They're always good. And so the thing that we often need to do is actually surrender everything in our soul to say, Lord, you are Lord over it. That's why the first commandment is to love the Lord your God, not just a person, but he 
is Lord. He is God. He is over all things. And so when we turn our emotions on, our love, the most powerful emotion that any human can have, and we, we say, God, I love you, and I call you my Lord, my God, and I give you authority over all things in my life, good and bad, that's what actually allows us to go through a process where our soul begins to prosper, where we start to position ourselves to truly be living life well. I hope this has been helpful. Please finish by even praying for each other. If there is some concerns, that was something that Jesus even gave to the disciples. He said, you know, as he commissioned them, go and lay hands on people, pray for people, release them of their burdens and allow them to experience all of the abundant life that I desire for every human being. I hope this has been helpful. I'm really looking forward to the year ahead and uh, look forward to going the journey with you. Bless you all.